boys and girls. Welcome to the Sharp 600 brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. Great to have all of you in for this episode. My name is Joe Fortenball and here's what we've got in store for this installment of the Sharp 600. In just a few moments, we'll be joined by Brian Edwards. He's a professional handicapper who's going to lay out the blueprint for the week six college football schedule. And as per the usual order of things around here, we'll bring down the curtain with a couple picks for Saturday. But we begin this college football pod, much like we commence all college football pods. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is with our upset special. I'll tell you one thing, this is the last place any college football head coach or his program want to find themselves, the upset alert section of the Sharp 600, because the last three weeks, it has been white hot. Three weeks ago, we had Memphis over UCLA, Memphis wins, Memphis covers. Two weeks ago, it's Iowa over Penn State. Iowa doesn't win, but they covered and they covered comfortably. In fact, it came down to the final play of the game, credit Trace McSorley and the Nittany Lions for pulling it off, but at no point during those 60 minutes were the Iowa Hawkeyes not covering that spread. And then last week, Friday night, Washington State over USC. Covers the spread, wins outright. So, three in a row, looking to make it four. And this week, if you're Tom Herman and the Texas Longhorns, I apologize, but you are on upset alert. Texas has had an additional two days to get prepped for this game following last Thursday's 17-7 win at Iowa State. But the Longhorns have Oklahoma and the Red River shootout on deck, followed by a showdown with Mike Gundy's Okie State Cowboys. So it wouldn't be a total shock to see Texas overlook Bill Snyder's Wildcats in this spot, who just so happen to be off back-to-back losses. So no one's paying attention to Kansas State at all right now. So if Kansas State is down and Texas has had extra time to get ready for this game, why exactly is this point spread moving from Texas minus 5.5 to Texas Minus three and a half. A bit curious if you ask me. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that Kansas State is eight and two against the spread in their last 10 games against the Texas Longhorns. Be careful, Longhorn fans. We've got Tom Herman's squad on upset alert this Saturday. Gonna be up 500 by midnight. Brian Edwards to break down the week six college football slate in just a moment, but first. Head on over to CoversExperts.com. Use that promo code SHARP600. Our thanks to you will be a $30 credit towards your next Covers Expert purchase. That's right. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. The growth on this thing has been exceptional. So head on over to CoversExperts.com. Use the promo code SHARP600. We'll give you a free $30 credit towards your next Covers Expert purchase. Right after that, head to Covers.com. Jump in the Streak Survivor Contest. It is a free chance to win $100,000. His name is Brian Edwards. He's a professional handicapper at BrianEdwardsSports.com and VegasInsider.com. You can follow him on Twitter at VegasBEdwards, and he's also the host of the Games Galore podcast. Brian Edwards joining us here on the Sharp 600. Brian, thank you for your time just because... The college football slate this weekend is pretty much devoid of marquee matchups. That doesn't mean we can't make any money. So I'm going to fire a few games at you in just a moment. But first, five weeks into the season, what are the most dramatic adjustments you've had to make both up and down to your power rankings? Well, TCU is obviously a team that I did not you know, see 
being a top 10 team. Uh, Georgia's been very impressive. Um, now, my only question, I started Clemson at six, but the only reason why is because I hadn't seen Kelly Bryant play. After I saw him play, even in week one, I know it was just Kent State, I immediately bumped him up to three, and then after the Auburn game, I bumped him to two. And, look, things happen during the course of a season where dozens of ACLs and high ankle sprains and, and perhaps suspensions and arrests away here in early October – but right now, uh, barring a rash of injuries or, or something of that uh, ilk for Bama and Clemson, right now it looks like a collision course for uh, the rubber match in Chapter 3 in the finals. But things could happen. It's way early. If you were to see a sleeper emerging to disrupt that third installment of Bama-Clemson, who would be one of your top candidates? You know, I still like Oklahoma State to win the Big 12. I know that their defense has got some issues that TCU exposed. But I still like Oklahoma State to beat Oklahoma at home in the Bedlam game. And somebody's going to clip TCU along the way. In fact, I think I like West Virginia getting that big number uh, with the way Will Greer's playing uh, this week. So TCU might get clipped this week. So I could still see Oklahoma State. And I've been impressed with Malik Rozier and uh, Miami. Now, obviously, you know, they missed two games because of the hurricane. But, uh, you know, their favorite at FSU this week. And uh, they've never been to the ACC title game, but I could see them getting there. And uh, let's not sleep on one loss, West Virginia. They, um, they can put a lot of points up, and, and that Big 12, I think, is wide open. I don't necessarily trust Oklahoma's defense yet, even though they got that huge win at Ohio State. All right, so let's jump right into that game. TCU, 13.5-point favorite over West Virginia. Gary Patterson's got the Horn Frots cooking, but do you think they're for real, or do you like West Virginia in this spot? I like West Virginia a lot here. Um, they've scored 56, 59, and 56 their last three games. They have not been double-digit underdogs in 23 straight games. And it's, Will Greer's playing terrific. Uh, 1,374 passing yards, 13-3 to 3 TDI&T ratio. He's got a workhorse back in Justin Crawford, who's run for 451 yards, 6 TDs, 7.4 yards per carry average. I made TCU five and a half in this game. I think this game goes to the wire, and West Virginia will have a chance to win outright in the fourth quarter. Love them as a double-digit dog. Another game you mentioned, the Miami Hurricanes under Mark Richt in his second year now with the program. They're laying three on the road at a banged-up Florida State squad. Are the Seminoles going to get up for this one, or do you see Miami emerging victorious? I'm leaning Miami here. I haven't pulled the trigger on it. Look, FSU has got major O-line issues right now. I mean, Wake Forest's D-line dominated them last week. And obviously, you know, the freshman quarterback's played it, you know, started a couple games now, but he's still very inexperienced. And this is a huge game. And uh, Miami looked really good last week against a, a Duke team that had, you know, blown out Northwestern and, and, it, and was 4-0. Uh, and went on the road on a short week. So I lean Miami in that one. FSU's other line, big-time issues. Washington State is off a big win over USC last Friday night. They're going to travel to Eugene to take on the Oregon Ducks. They opened as a dog. They're now a favorite. Do you think the Cougars are going to be able to avoid the hangover effect in this one? Well, I, you know, I, they get an extra day rest because that game was on a Friday, obviously. And I would normally stay away from Washington State here, but, but I am on the Cougars because of the injury situation for Oregon. Obviously, the starting quarterback is out. Even their backup, Taylor Alley, is questionable. I know Royce Freeman has been upgraded to probable, but their two best wide receivers, Dylan Mil Mitchell and Charles uh, Nelson, are both questionable, as is the starting tight end, Jacob Breland. So, But the fact that 
organ is so banged up is the reason that I'm not going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to dismiss the hangover effect. And I think the extra day of uh, rest having that been a Friday game is a factor as well. I am going to be on Washington state. NC State has ripped off four straight victories after that season-opening loss against South Carolina. They're currently catching three-and-a-half to four points Thursday night against Louisville. Do you have the Cardinals on upset alert here? Oh, absolutely. I made NC State a two-point favorite here. Uh, One of the big parts of this handicap is Jalen Smith, uh, Louisville's best wide receiver. He is out, and their uh, best DB, Jair Alexander, who was a fourth-team All-American last year, he's in danger of missing a fourth straight game. He's questionable again. And Ryan Finley has yet to throw an interception this year. And Jalen Samuels, the wide receiver, is playing like an All-American, and so is their running back. Naheem Hines has rushed for 411 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I like NC State to win outright at home, and they are going to be a factor in this ACC. Remember, they get Clemson at home later in the year. Let's close with this one. Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines are off a bye. They open as 12-point favorites for the in-state showdown with Michigan State. That number's been bet down to around 10. Do you see this as a tight affair, Michigan-Michigan State? No, I, I lean Michigan here. I don't know that I'll lay double digits. Obviously, Wilton Spate is out, and they've had some uh, injuries and personnel issues at wide receiver. But um, I, I think Michigan wins by, by two touchdowns. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to be one of my plays, uh, but I, I did make it 14-and-a-half and lean to the Wolverines. You can find him on Twitter, at Vegas B. Edwards. He's the host of the Games Galore podcast professional handicapper at brianedwardsports.com and vegasinsider.com. Brian Edwards joining us here on the Sharp 600. Brian, dynamite stuff. Thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Would love to, Joe. Thanks for having me, buddy. going to be up 500 by midnight. All right, let's pick some winners. Game number one, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's Wisconsin laying 12 at Nebraska on Saturday night. Highly erratic quarterback play from the Cornhuskers' Tanner Lee so far this season, who's completing fewer than 55% of his passes with 10 touchdowns to 9 interceptions against highly suspect competition like Illinois, Rutgers, and Northern Illinois, to name just a few opponents. This line, however, is tighter than it should be thanks to the scare Wisconsin sustained last week against North Western, but betters should not expect a repeat performance from the Badgers. This Wisconsin defense has surrendered just 54 total points through four games this season. And take note that Wisconsin is 7-0 against the spread in their last seven road games, while Nebraska is only 1-5-2 against the spread over their last eight home games. Lay the 12 with the Badgers. Game number two, also at 8 p.m. Eastern Saturday, Washington State laying two and a half at Oregon. The Cougars were our upset special play of the week last week, and Washington State didn't disappoint by shocking the USC Trojans 30 to 27. So many people would naturally look to fade Wazoo in this spot due to the, quote, letdown situation or the hangover effect that they're facing. But there are reasons why we love Mike Leach and company to keep it cooking for a sixth straight week. For starters, Oregon is dealing with a ton of injuries to the quarterback position, the running back position, and that's just to name a few. Second, Washington State is 14-6 against the spread in their last 20 Pac-12 games, while Oregon is 5-13-1 against the spread in their last 19 games overall. 
three and nine against the spread over the last 12 conference games, and one seven and one against the spread in their last nine games following a win. We're going back to the well for a second straight week, lay the two and a half with Washington State. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is that. Thank you for spending so much of your time with us this week. We greatly appreciate it. The College Football Podcast is without question our biggest podcast of the week. The traffic has been through the roof. We cannot, from the bottom of our hearts, express enough gratitude for everything you guys have done. One more small request, however. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you have a moment. That's it for us. We're back later in the week with the NFL Pod. Best of luck, everybody.